is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 108 which is one of the numbers from Lost the TV show Lost, one of the numbers but this is a little podcast that I do about the art and tings and this one isn't about the tings episode which means we can talk about anything and today we're going to talk about false awakenings <laughs> false awakenings are to do with lucid dreaming so basically, little Dennis, the co-host, is with us today, and he is eager to get into this one. So it's time to go. Let's get straight into the topic. This week's topic: false awakenings. So what I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk talk a little bit about what they are, how they feel, what I think they are, some of my little experiences, and then I'm going to talk about stuff to do with dream diaries and stuff so what what are false awakenings so false awakenings are if you're sleeping and you wake up and you start doing whatever you're doing and then you suddenly realize you're still dreaming so you've woken up you think you're awake it feels nine it feels 99.9 percent like reality everything is exactly where it should be but there will be one little thing that's a bit not right. And so, what you like for me, if I hit a light switch, if I hit a light switch in a dream, what will happen is, am I dreaming? If the, lights, if the lights don't work, it means I'm dreaming. So what I do is, if I'm lying in bed, because normally, a lot of my false awakenings will come when I'm writing my dreams in my dream diary. So I've just woken up from a dream, and I'm thinking, I really want to write that down. I'll be writing and I'll suddenly, there'll be some, sometimes the pen doesn't work or the pages are full up with dreams or something really a little bit weird and it'll make me realise that I'm still dreaming. So then I'll hit the light switch and I'll realise that I'm, that's when I can confirm I'm still dreaming because if, the thing is they feel so real, they feel so real. So what I think, I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty convinced we are all having false awakenings all through the night, but we're not realising it. So what's happening is we're waking up, we're thinking we've woken up and going back to sleep, but really we were actually still asleep. So I reckon there's loads of these false awakenings that just go unnoticed. But as you start improving your awareness, you start to notice them. So you start becoming aware of, of them. So that's basically what they are. It's where you you think you've woken up, but you're still dreaming. It's really weird. They're very trippy. So how do they feel? They feel very trippy. They can feel... They can feel... A li- sometimes... Because sometimes what will happen is you'll have a false awakening. You'll wake yourself up. You think you've woken up, but you're still, you're still in another false awakening. And that... I've had that where it's gone on about seven times. So I was in a dream. I woke myself up. Realised I was still dreaming. At first, it's quite funny because you think, "Ah, oh, this is yeah." You think it's quite funny because you're 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 in a dream and you realise you're in a dream. It's quite cool. So you're waking yourself up. It's quite fun until about the fourth or fifth time where you try to wake yourself up again. You're still in the dream. You start to feel trapped. You start to feel as if you're. Yeah, you start thinking, am I ever going to be able to wake up? Because what's weird is, 
when you're inside of these things, you can feel your body. You can feel your body lying in bed. So you you know that you're you're you know that you're in bed. So you know that you're you, but you're actually not you because you're inside of the dream. So it's very strange because you feel disconnected from your body, even though you you can sort of feel your body. It's like you're not inside your body, but you are. So it's very strange. So this goes into one of the experiences later, where I'm talking about the jolting, where like you jolt. So if you if you've ever had this thing where you you drift off to sleep, and you suddenly wake up, and you sort of like jolt. That's what that's what happens when I try to wake wake myself up from them from the false awakening sometimes. But there's a I was watching Stranger Things on Netflix at the weekend on Saturday and there was an experience on that where I feel like they captured a false awakening perfectly. So one of the characters is a remote viewer and what she does is she goes into like the astral planes and she can she can astral project herself anywhere she wants basically, even through time. So not only through space but time as well. So she was inside of this inside of this place, trying to get some information about somebody, and then she finally w- brought herself back. She because she puts this little blindfold on when she's in there, so that she's limiting her senses. She took this blindfold off. She came back. At first, she thought she was she was back where she was because everything was exactly as it was, and then she looked around and she realised. All the people that were in the room with her, they weren't there. And it was darker than it should have been. So she suddenly realised something's not right here. And that's when she realised that she hadn't woken up. What she had done was, she had she had woken us, she had got herself out of the astral plane. But it's almost like it had put her into another another reality between the astral plane and the, the waking state. Which this is what I think they are. I think... I think false awakenings are some sort of waiting room. It's some sort of space between the dream realm and the waking state. So I'm wondering what's doing it. Is it your mind that is creating that? So what it's doing is it's creating the waiting room. Because it's, I would say, I, I think actually always, I think all of my false awakenings have always come, have always been in my bedroom in my bed so that so it is what's happening is your brain or your mind is your mind generating the room off of your memories but for instance it's not it's not able to create electricity so that's why the lights don't work or little things it, it's it gets little things wrong so what happens is if your awareness if your awareness is good enough you can notice you'll be able to notice these little things that aren't quite right. So if your awareness isn't good enough, you won't notice it. And what will happen is you'll just, you'll stay inside of that false awakening, inside of like the waiting room, until until you're ready to go into another dream or wake up for real. So what I've noticed is a lot of false awakenings happen when you wake yourself up, when you become when you're inside of a lucid dream and you either get scared and it wakes you up or you get super excited and you wake yourself up or you just you decide to wake yourself up most of the time that will trigger a 
a false awakening. So what it feels like to me is, what's happening is, you're inside of a lucid dream. Let's say, for instance, you're not supposed to wake up quite yet. Like, Because I think something is creating these dreams. It's, something's creating the dreams, and we're going in and out of it. It's like I think I think it's like another reality. So what I think happens is you leave your body, and your spirit or whatever goes into the goes into the dream realm. But I feel like there's some sort of distance between the spirit and the body, so you have to sort of get yourself back to the body from the dream. So what happens is normally, if you have a regular dream, the dream will sort of it will as you're. Yeah, the dream will sort of wake you up when you're supposed to wake up. But if you have a lucid dream and you, you wake up before you're supposed to, I think what happens is the dream puts you into a into this false awakening, almost as if it's like waiting for your spirit to get back to the body. So this is why, say you've, say you've been miles... Say you're miles away from your body. Because I feel like, for some reason, astral... If you go out of body... I feel like that some for some reason I feel like that takes longer to get back to your to your body. That's just what I've noticed. Because whenever I've tried to wake up from an out of body, I've always had a string of false awakenings. Almost as if what happens is it, it, the dream puts you into the into the waiting room, the false awakening, and it expects you to just believe you're still in a dream. It doesn't realise. It doesn't expect you to realise you're still dreaming. So then when you realise you're dreaming, it it can't put you back in your body because your spirit's not, not there yet. So it puts you into another waiting room. <laughs> it's a bit weird. So th- this is why you end up going in, you can end up in tons of little, little false awakenings because basically your your spirit is not quite... In t- it's, it's not quite ready to get back into your body. It might not be a distance thing. It might be a downloading of information thing. It might be that when we're dreaming, we're uploading and downloading data, like from our physical being to our spirit being. We're downloading and uploading this information. So like, like if you're on a computer and you're copying files, you can't just end it because none of the files will go. You've got to wait until all the files have gone. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's nothing to do with distance between the spirit and the body. Maybe it is a data thing. That's quite interesting, that. So what happens is, if if the data from your waking state is is still being uploaded into the... Like, again, the astral plane. They call it the Akashic Records, which, to me, it's... The Akashic records, which these ancient people talked about, where everything exists, everything that could exist and ever has and will exist, all exists inside of this like field. All that is is a database. So if when we're dreaming, we are uploading and downloading information, yeah, it would put you into this waiting room until you're downloading, until the data has, has transferred. I know it sounds like it sounds a bit weird, but again, it goes into this thing of being inside of a virtual reality, a simulation. So, so I start think, so I start thinking. Yeah, it's it starts making me think. When we're dreaming, are we downloading information so that when we wake up, we we are sort of leveling up? 
That's quite interesting. So when you're awake, in the waking state, you're having the experiences, which you then go into the dream realm, and you put the data from your experiences into the computer, <laughs> into the like, yeah, into the Akashic record, and then maybe it takes all that data and it starts saying, okay, based off of this information, you need this bit of information. So it starts downloading information that will help you. Because I think it's all about evolving. Because I think each each being is evolving so that the system itself can evolve. I think that's all. all I think that's what's happening. So I'm going to talk about some of my experiences very briefly. I've talked about the multiple, the the multiple false awakenings are probably the most shocking ones, because they're the ones where you feel you can get a little bit scared inside of those. Yeah, you get a little bit scared. That's where you just you, you try to wake up, but you feel trapped. There was another one I had where I was inside of a dream with a bunch of other people, and I was trying to wake myself up. And every time I, I woke myself up, I was I couldn't basically leave this dream. There was this there was an entity keeping all of us in the dream, and I tried to escape. But every time I thought I'd woken myself up, I, I was stuck because even every time I tried to hit the lights to confirm I was inside of a dream, this this entity like stopped me. It stopped me doing things that were going to make me be able to get up. That was quite a weird one as well. Then I've had the other... Oh, this one was weird. So two days ago, I had a false awakening. And when I woke up, I had the jolting feeling. And then I still... I felt... Because if you ever... If you're meditating, you sometimes get this if you're feeling ill. If, you, if you've got the flu or something... I don't know if you've ever had this, but you can you feel a little bit like you're, say an inch out of sync with your body. It's quite a weird feeling, but it it feels like you're lagging behind your body. Quite weird, that is. So I had that sort of feeling. You can get it in a meditation as well. It's it's like where you, it feels a little bit like you're starting to detach from the physical body. So what happened was I had this false awakening. I woke myself up, and part of the, part of the feeling of waking up is you have to push yourself. I have to push myself awake. So what it feels like, what it feels like is, inside of the false awakening, it feels like you're inside of, let's say, it feels like you're inside of, say, a plastic bag or something. Yeah, you're inside of this plastic bag, and on the other side of the plastic bag is being awake. So what you have to do is you have to, you have to force yourself through the plastic bag and there's like lots of resistance. But then what like if you were pushing let's say you had a plastic bag and you pushed your finger through the plastic bag, you would feel the resistance until suddenly it stretched so much that it ripped and your finger would suddenly fly out of the plastic bag. So that's what it's like trying to wake up from these false awakenings. It's you have to really focus and say, I'm gonna wake up. And you have to sort of it feels like you're pushing yourself through the dream back into the waking state and what happens is you can feel you can feel this like resistance yeah pushing against you it's as if it's as if it doesn't want you to wake up and then finally you wake up and 
so you, you always know when you've woken up because if you force yourself through that and you go into another waking state but you don't you don't feel the jolt I normally say to myself I'm still dreaming that's how I can tell that I'm still dreaming because I didn't get the I didn't get the sudden breakthrough so what happens is when you finally wake up you push yourself through and you you get that jolt and that's I always like I've woken up I, that's when I know I've woken up so that's it's a very strange feeling that but again it's something I've noticed from having loads of these false awakenings you start to notice like little patterns so that's how I can start working out if I've actually woken up or not it's quite cool also my first ever lucid dream which I didn't plan to have it came from a string of false awakenings and then also my first self-induced lucid dream it also came from a false awakening so false awakenings are an amazing way to become lucid because you're basically you're inside of a lucid dream the only thing is it's it's inside of your bedroom so you yeah it's you because what what you can do is because what i did the other day was i realized i was in in a false awakening and i just threw myself out the window <laughs> and then i just i went flying through because i threw myself out the window and i was miles up I was like miles, miles in the sky and I was zooming down and I suddenly thought to myself, what if I'm actually still, what if I'm actually not dreaming here? And I started getting a little bit scared and I, and I thought, if you think you're, st- if you think you're not dream, if you think you're not dreaming, it's going to hurt when you hit the ground. But if you know that you're dreaming, it's not going to hurt when you hit the ground. So that was like sort of some sort of belief thing. It's that. It would have hurt when I hit the ground if I, if I hadn't realised I was still dreaming. Bit bit weird these are. Ah, <laughs> oh, the, the, this one yesterday because I I had another false awakening yesterday. It was really weird. So I was lying in bed. I thought I was awake, or I thought I was waking up, and I could hear music. I could hear loads of music, and I suddenly I focused on the music, and the music got louder and louder, and I thought to myself. That I'm not. I'm still dreaming here. So I realised I was, I was still dreaming. So I instead of waking myself up, because I was in this false awakening, I said, "What I'm going to do? I'm going to turn it into a lucid dream." So I started trying to turn it into a lucid dream, and then I heard because I got this cat that keeps jumping in the window. I heard this cat come through the window because she hit the blinds, and then I thought to myself, "Ah, f- funny." which is the name of the cat, is coming through the window. And then I... So I was in the middle of trying to go into a lucid dream. Suddenly, this sound, it brought me back because I thought, I'm going to go and wake up to see funny. But then I stayed in that middle bit thinking, should I go into a lucid or should I wake myself up? So I decided to wake myself up. And then when I woke up, funny had gone. But I heard her jump out the window as well. So I, I don't know whether she actually jumped in the window or whether that was... That was a, another fake sound trying to wake me up or something because this is what happens it's it's very strange because the the dream and the real the waking state it all starts to merge so you you you're not really sure what's yeah it's very strange it's like you're on a tightrope and like either side is dream or waking and you're not you're never really sure which side you're on really strange
So I've put here about, yeah, keeping a dream diary. So I've said, when you start keeping a dream diary, what that is is you have a little book by the side of your bed. And all you do is before you go to bed, you say, you write down the date and you say, tonight I'm going to remember my dreams or stuff like that. And you write, you start writing little goals. So you say, when I become lucid, I'm going to do such and such. So my goal at the minute is I want to summon my dragon. Because there's been, there's been this dragon that's been following me for quite a while in my dreams. And I, I want to I want to face this dragon. So that's my current little goal. So what you do is you do that. You go to sleep. And then when, whenever you wake up, the first thing you do is you remember your dreams. And you start writing them down. And in the end, you'll, you'll just do it so naturally... That you, and you start remembering more and more dreams. But also, you start noticing similarities. So what I noticed was, I would say 90% of my dreams are just regular dreams. They're, if I didn't realise that I was dreaming, they would just be like, it would be just like a memory. Because they're like, I'm going to work and I'm cleaning. Little things like that. The only difference is the shop floor is, say, covered in leaves. So it's little things that are a little bit weird that make you think, why is the shop floor covered in leaves? But all, if you're not aware, you'll just carry on cleaning as if, as if you're living a normal life. So what it makes me think is, is it possible that some of our memories, when we're awake, is it possible some of our memories are actually from these dreams and it, it starts to make you think is it possible that yesterday doesn't even exist in other words yesterday is just a dream yeah that's weird as well so every single memory you've got how do you know it's not from a dream that you thought was real it's very strange and i'll put here future and past because you start yeah i've started thinking is it possible these false awakenings are like other dimensions, other universes, timelines? In other words, that, that's why they're ever so slightly different. It's almost like you've woken up on a timeline that is slightly different. So that's why I say, because sometimes it might be something like your dream diary. It has a, a blue cover instead of a pink cover. And that's the only thing that's different. So maybe there is another universe out there where I decided to buy a pink dream diary instead of a blue one. So maybe what's happened is when you've woken up, you've you've woken up in the wrong timeline. <laughs> That's quite weird. I mean, I don't put anything out of question anymore. I, I think anything is possible. Which I love that. But so what I've put is 80 to 90% of your dreams are everyday experiences. So what I'm saying is, that's what makes me think a lot of a lot of false awakenings might be going unnoticed because we've just thought to ourselves, I've just woken up. I've just woken up. You might even wake up, go to the toilet, have a wee, get back in, into bed and go to sleep. And you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I got up and had a, a wee last night. But you didn't. It was, a, it was a false awakening. Little things like that. So... That's basically it, really, for this week's little podcast. It's all about false awakenings, and I'm still, I'm still, tr- I'm fascinated by these things because I would say, I would say, 
I was going to say 90, yeah, lots, 90% at least of my lucid dreams come from false awakenings or end with false awakenings. I'd maybe even say closer to 100%. So that means these false awakenings are very important. So there's so many reasons, there's so many things I think. I think, could it be that there's, this is a weird thing, but could it be that there's some sort of some sort of entities they could be positive or negative and they are controlling the simulation so they're the ones putting us into these false awakenings again like a waiting room could it be that could it be your mind is generating a false awakening based off of reality because you're not you're still half asleep so it's it's like you've woken up before you've actually woken up so your mind starts creating weird things what else could it be? Could it be alternate timelines that you've you've accidentally bumped into an alternate timeline? This goes into something else as well with sleep paralysis and aliens and stuff. Because you'll notice a lot of alien encounters sound just like sleep paralysis and sort of like false awakenings whereby you're in your bedroom and an entity like an alien will come into your room. Stuff like that. So I start thinking, is it possible that that is, what's happened is you've you've woken up, you've woken up while your body's still paralysed, because that's what happens when you go to sleep, it puts you in, it paralyses you, so you, you don't act out your dreams, but the only thing that doesn't go paralysed is your eyes, so that's why you can still like move your eyes around, which is quite weird, but, so I'm thinking, is it possible that you've woken up, but you you've not woken up? So you're paralysed. So you're still your your body is still asleep, but your mind is awake. So what's happened is you you are actually awake in your room, but the other timelines and the dimensions and stuff, it, they they've somehow sort of started to come into this reality. So that's why you start seeing like, because what happens with sleep paralysis is a lot of people will see creatures like sitting on them and stuff. I've actually had. I've not had many sleep paralysis. <laughs> I think I've had I think I've had about two or three since I started lucid dreaming. And before that I had a couple. I can remember a couple from the old days. But I just thought it was a dream or something. But so one of the ones I've had, I felt something on my bed. Again, it felt to me I thought it was my cat, the cat that was jumping in the window. I thought that cat was sitting on me. But it was very heavy and I was trying to, because I was underneath the covers, I was trying to pull the cover back so I could get to the cat. But no matter what I did, I couldn't move. So I, I was like paralysed. And finally, again, it was, it was that resistance thing. Yeah, it's that same feeling. If you're in a sleep paralysis and you're trying to move, it's this similar feeling to waking up from a false awakening. It's you're trying to move your body. And there's there's more resist there's more there's more energy pushing against your body than than the energy of you pushing to try and move. Yeah, that's what's happening. That is what's happening. That you're trying to move your body, you're trying to push, but it's like the space that you're trying to push against is is more is heavier than your what you're pushing. But what happens is in that force in that sleep paralysis, I finally started to move i started to see around the cover and I, i'm 
I'm sure I saw a black thing with red eyes. That's, I remember seeing that, and I, and I thought to myself, funny looks a bit weird. <laughs> and then, and then I, wo- I remember waking up. So those those things are quite weird as well. Those are very, they can be very scary, but I've heard from many people like Robert Wagner, the lucid dreaming expert. He, he has also said sleep paralysis is a perfect jumping point to go into a lucid dream. But, but in order to do that, you've got to basically not get scared. So if, if you was inside one of those and you saw an entity or creature, it would most likely scare you. But if you can remember that this isn't, this isn't real, well, it might be real. Yeah, it might be real, but it's, it's a dream. So if you can remember that, you can actually not be scared. So, and then you can turn it into a lucid dream. So it's the same with these false awakenings. If you've had, say, seven false awakenings in a row, if you can just get your awareness back and say, hang on a minute, I am going to wake up. And even if I don't, I'm inside of a dream here, so I can do whatever I want. So, yeah, in, what, you've got, you've, what you've got to do is you've got to try and, st- you've got to try and turn that fear, you've got to try and turn that fear into an, a, a power that will allow you to become lucid. Because... Yeah, I don't know why, but when I'm in a false awakening, my instinct is to try to wake up. But I've got to try and turn that into, instead of trying to wake up, my instinct is to wake up. I should try to turn that and and make my instinct to become lucid. Yeah, and then I could probably have way more lucid dreams. So I need to remember that. But basically, that is it for this week's little podcast talking about false awakenings little dennis was very quiet on this one i think i wonder if i've wondered quite a lot if animals dream so again that little cat that jumps in my in the window sometimes she'll sleep on my bed and i'll just sit there watching her and you can see her sometimes she's sort of moving so she's sleeping and she sort of, she sort of like like moving, and sometimes she she makes little no, noises like, mm, mm, mm. And, and I think to myself, what is she dreaming about? Quite weird. Also, sometimes when I'm meditating, I'll come out of the meditation, and the cat is the cat is just staring at me. So again, I think to myself, is is does she does that cat know that? Because it's some of these meditations and stuff, you're sort of you're going to places where you're almost getting into like lucid dreams. So I feel like sometimes you can visit that same place. So if I've had one of those and I come back, and the cat's staring at me, I wonder does that cat somehow know that I was I exited the body or something? Because sometimes cats they'll just stare at, at something. And there's nothing there. But you know that they can see something. So again, I, I think like sometimes animals they they sort of know stuff that they know stuff that we don't we can't see and stuff. But I hope you enjoyed that little podcast. This week's inspirational quote is coming from the book The Paradox of Lucid Dreaming, a metaphysical theory of mind by Dr. Rory McSweeney. <laughs> Dr. Rory McSweeney. I haven't read this book, but I thought I thought I'd flick through and try to find a little quote for this week's podcast. 
this is a really big quote but I'm going to take a little bit of it at the end but the the big quote is so it says as we as we descend into a more interconnected hyper technical age it is becoming increasingly apparent to us that we are experiencing a paradigm shift in our perception the universe is expressing more novel information in a single minute than it did in a whole millennium when we first set out on our journey some 13.8 billion years ago this kind of goes into that thing about the database yeah as there's more and more data is going into this database exponentially so what that means is the first the first bit of data in that database yeah the little bit of data the same size later on is going to be massively bigger because it's got all the bits before it quite weird but the quote says as the climax approaches it feels as though we the orphans of the stars will finally come to know who we are and why we are here and the answer as will i suggest lies not on a slab in some science lab but in truth on the other side of paradox paradoxes are key that's what i think but i love that because i think I really do think what we're going through at the moment, the world, it's shifting. I think it's shifting, and I think we're all gonna. I think we're all waking up. I think we're gonna basically realise. I think what's gonna happen in is once this, because I feel like this is gonna be a few years, this transition phase. But when we pop out the other end, I feel like we're gonna be completely different. I feel like humans are gonna be completely different. We're gonna be way more in touch with the spirit. I really believe that. So the little quote I'm going to use here is I'm going to say this little bit here, which I think is amazing. It says, The answer lies not on a slab in some science lab, but in truth on the other side of paradox. So that's this week's inspirational quote. And why I love that is because paradox, if you if you start going into paradoxes, you start real. I feel like we ourselves, humans, are a paradox. The the universe is a paradox. Time is a paradox. Everything that is, everything that has the truth, is, is a paradox. Even lucid dreaming is a paradox, because you're 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 asleep, so you're dreaming. But when you become lucid, you are both asleep and awake at the same time, which which seems impossible. So, like, even lucid dreaming is the, is a paradox, which is, is bonkers. But So this week's inspirational quote, The answer lies not on a slab in some science lab, but in truth on the other side of paradox. Dr. Rory McSweeney.